Hey darn good yarners, it's Nicole Snow. If you're like me, I love to finish off the day with a celebratory glass of wine. But as I've gotten older, I found that I don't recover the same way I used to. I was telling my friend about this and she turned me on to Dry Farm Wines a couple months ago. They test all of their wines for three main components that can actually make wine unhealthy. I had no idea that high sugar, alcohol, and sulfur levels were making me feel like crap and the commercially available wines I used to indulge on were actually pretty unhealthy. So Dry Farm Wines has been a total game changer for me. It's a great club where you can try different wines from all around the world, most of which I can't even pronounce, and they're tested for your health, which is even better. I joined forces with Dry Farm Wines, and if you sign up today, you can get a bottle for a penny when you join their half case or full case club. Just use the URL dryfarmwines.com slash darn good yarn. Okay. Hey everyone. <laughs> it's Nicole Snow. We're here over at Darn Good Yarn. Um, I have Kay with me from A Cup of Crochet. Um, hello. Hello. So uh, before we get started, if you guys can hear us, we're a little bit, sorry, we're like two minutes late today. Um, if you can hear us, just give us a thumbs up or comment that you can hear us. That would be always appreciated. So we can make sure we're doing things right here. Um, before we get started here, Episode three of Wine Down Wednesday. Can you believe it? Um, a little bit of housekeeping. So um, I'm going to let you guys know that um, Friday we're going to do a flash sale, another a live event, a Facebook live event at um, was it one o'clock on Friday? Mm -hmm. One one p.m. on Friday. I have the peanut gallery here of Katie and Erica. Um, so 1 p.m. on Friday Eastern, we're going to do a flash sale of some sari skirts. So if you wanted, if you, if you've ever wanted a sari skirt and want to see exactly the one you're getting, this is your opportunity. We're going to have like maybe five or 10 skirts. It's not going to be a long event. Um, and then we'll sell them off um, via Facebook that way. Um, and then I also want to give a shout out to um, Dry Farm Wines, who is like my new, that's my new favorite wine club ever. If you're interested in purchasing them, I uh, set up a partnership with them. You can go to dryfarmwines.com slash darn good yarn and your first like six pack or a case, you get um, an extra wine for a penny. And the thing I love about them is that they have tested all their wines to have um, lower alcohol, sulfites, and sugars, which as you get older like me and the ripe old age of 36, you start getting these things called two-day hangovers when you drink wine at night. Um, so these have all been tested so you can still enjoy your wine but not feel like crap the next day. Um, so that's pretty cool. And then Kay um, has done some design work for us, and we're actually going to be doing a giveaway today for her kits, um, and it's not even on the site yet. We're going to be posting it on the site, uh, I think probably by Friday, and it's for Henry the Hippo. So Kay, if you just want to hold that up real quick and show um, show everyone. And Kay, I think, um, I think we're actually um, frozen right now, but that's okay. We're going to pause this real quick and see if I can get Kay back. Um, and I'll be right back. Can you see me now? Yeah, I can see you now. Great. Awesome. Um, no, I think we're all good. Yeah, if you guys can still hear us, if you can give us a like. Um, we had just a little technical glitch there, no big deal. Okay, so um, so yeah, welcome everyone to Wine Down Wednesday, episode number three. I have Kay with me from A Cup of Crochet. Um, hey, Kay. Hey. Um, so first off, I have to ask you, where did your name come from? Um, honestly, I didn't start out with a cup of crochet. 
Um, when I first started my online business, I was gearing more towards making just dog toys because that's what I started making a mass amount of was dog toys. Um, so I started out as uh, K's Crochet's dog toys. Okay. And um, as I as my abilities, you know, progressed and I started, you know, connecting with all these amazing makers and seeing what they could do, um, I just started crocheting everything and I would sit up all day all night drinking coffee with my hook and my yarn and I was like I need to change my name because I'm doing way more than dog toys and so I'm sitting there crocheting drinking coffee and it hit me a cup of crochet that's coffee and crochet go hand in hand so that's perfect I love it. Did you know that uh, Dunkin' Donuts actually, they did a similar rebranding, probably spent a little bit more money on it, but they're dropping donuts from their name. Have you Really? Heard? Yeah, so they're just gonna be Dunkin' now because I guess um, Carrie, was, uh, who's at Darn Yarn here, she was just telling me like 60% of their sales actually come from beverages. So they're like, bye-bye, <laughs> like it's the same thing. So I think that's great, you just be nimble. Um, so tell me, like, how long have you been crocheting for? Um, what stuff do you, what sort of items are you really drawn to to create? Um, I've been crocheting for about 15, 16 years now. Um, I learned how to crochet when I was in elementary school. A friend's grandmother um, would sit us down every day after school and make us help her crochet blankets. Um, from then, it was something that I did on and off throughout middle school and high school. I uh, took several other art type classes. I did pottery and stuff, but crochet was always that one thing that I went back to. Um, towards the end of high school, I tried to make my dad a blanket, and that took me about six years to finish because um, I was using worsted weight yarn and a five millimeter hook and I started out with 250 chains and so awesome. once you get going you can't stop oh my god that, he owns that blanket to this day though he still really? has it that's, yep. that's pretty great I like I think we've all gone through as like creators and you sometimes get into those projects and you're like I'm gonna do this and then you get home and you're like what was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, that was definitely what went through my head for six years. <laughs> oh my God. It's the ultimate, it's the ultimate meditation. Um, so tell me a little bit about your business. Like I know we have some people on here who um, are makers themselves. And I think people are always really interested to hear how other people are making income, making things off their hooks or needles. Um, like, you know, Tell me about like what kind of materials you love to use and how do you price your items and how do you choose events and where are you selling right now? Um, as far as where I'm selling, I sell on online, Facebook, Instagram, Etsy. Um, I, I really like the online environment more. It gives me a way wider audience to show my work to. Mm -hmm. um, my area does have a lot of craft fairs. I'd probably benefit from taking part of them, but I'm horrible at gathering a ton of inventory. And that's why I like Etsy and Facebook. I can make one or two things yeah. and list those items. People can custom request things and I can send it to them. So it's a lot easier for me with my personality type, I'd say. 
Yeah, I think that's I think that's so cool because you're not really taking on a ton of inventory. Like I remember doing shows myself and it's you have to put a, a lot of money out to like get your you know, I, I say lovingly, we get your crap in a van and go drive it somewhere and unpack it and have people touch your stuff all the time um, and then bring it back. Right. And um, you raise you raise that really good point. Do you find yourself doing like more custom orders than just ready to go stuff? Actually, I'd say about 90 percent of my work is custom orders. Cool. So how did you tap into that? Like, do you like do you show just a, maybe a sampling of pictures or how does that work for you? Um, I, I just, I crochet orders. I crocheted my first order was, um, a custom order. Somebody found me, saw my pictures of my dog toys, um, that I was crocheting on Instagram. And she messaged me and asked if I could make a, um, a Batman minion character for her. And I told her I definitely could, no problem. I'm not limited to just dog toys. And I posted pictures of her order and it just snowballed from there. I get messages from people saying, can you make me this? Can you make me that? And of course I can. I can make you anything you want. That, that's like, that's pretty amazing. Um, do you have any like tips or things? Because you, we were talking before we started here that you sell um, through Instagram too. So like you're working with Etsy, you sell on Instagram. What does that process look like? Oh, um, well, I, I get my messages from um, the customers about what they'd like, and uh, depending on how detailed they are, if they send me a picture or not, the conversation timing may vary. If they don't send me a picture and it's just an idea, I like to be extremely thorough. I will ask every question, what color, how big do you want it? Is there any extra features you want? Um, I go into full detail to make sure they're getting exactly what they want. After I get all that nailed down, I gather my supplies. Um, I am a yarn hoarder, so rarely do I have to go to the store to get anything for orders that come in. Um, as far as pricing goes, I tend not to price so much based off of my materials cost. Okay. Because I have gotten a lot on sales. I work for a department store. I can get a discount on the yarn that we sell there. I usually try to charge more for my time. Okay. And what I would think if, if somebody saw this in a store, what would they reasonably pay for this? Yeah. And I, love, I love that. That's Henry. So if anyone's just tuning in, that's if you want to hold that up again, that's Henry the Hippo. Actually, you're a great co-host, Kay. So we should actually talk about our giveaway. If anyone's watching, we're going to uh, do a giveaway. All you have to do is post a comment um, in our Facebook Live um, stream. Like, so just go to our Facebook page. Um, so it's facebook.com slash DGY, and you'll see our live show going on right now, especially if you're watching us on Instagram. And just comment, what if you were going to be a stuffed animal, what would you want to be? How's that? Is that a good, yeah, I just pulled that out of nowhere, but I'm always, I always love to see what people say. We do our color naming contest. The winner, we'll choose a winner, um, and uh, that person will get this kit to make Henry the Hippo. So cute. I've actually really, you know, I follow, I've been following you on Instagram for a really long time, um, and I just always love watching your progress. Like, you, you, you've done something really cool on Instagram um, in terms of your strategy. I don't know if it's like you're seeing it as your strategy or not, but um, you have a really good buildup where I've been watching you construct Henry the hippo now for a couple of weeks. 
So you'll show a couple little stitches and then like it's an, these really cute overhead shots always with a cup of coffee. And, um, and that's, I think, I think that's such a cool tip for someone to extract from that. I don't know. Were you doing that on purpose? No, I really, well, I, that is amazing that anybody has noticed that I have some sort of thing. Cause I really don't, I mean, the coffee is on purpose cause I always have it, but, um, no, that, that actually, <laughs> thank you for uh, saying that. Yeah, no, I, I, I love it. Cause I usually, I'm, I'm usually Instagramming when I'm like nursing mom, Anna. So that's like my time. So I, I can, I get to study this stuff like a internet stalker or something like that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, so, you know, it's speaking of, um, contest too, and then we'll get back to, you know, getting into this a little bit more. So, uh, last week's winner of Kelsey's beach bag was a uh, Wendy Gorlick. So Wendy, if you're watching or you're watching, you know, maybe later on, uh, congratulations. Also we choose two winners for each of these contests that we do. So it's, which is one person during our live session. Um, but for those of us who like are super busy and they weren't able to log in, you still have an opportunity to win. We announce another winner after the live show um, and that we close that out at the end of the week. So just be sure to put that comment in. So if you were gonna be a stuffed animal, what would you be? Erica, what would you be? A platypus. A platypus, that's very, in <laughs> I love that. Okay, what would you be? Um, Probably a panda. Ooh. That's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, all right. Sweet. So let's talk a little bit more. And this is like my meat and potatoes uh, session. Oh, okay. If you want to join our Instagram live right now, if you want to take a hot minute here and join, I think you just have to go into our live, um, our live session and then request to join. And uh, Erica will ask you because people are asking for you right now. Ah, uh, gotcha. Cool. Hey, Katie, do we have any questions so far? We don't have any questions at the moment, but we have a lot of amazing answers. We have mm. one thing, goats or snow leopards, unicorns. Snow leopards, unicorns, a bird. A bird. I love it. But what was the first one you said? Goat. A goat. Did you request in? A goat. Anna just got a stuffed goat. She's really good at uh, extracting stuffed animals well, we out of We have a llama from Instagram. Llama. Llama Llama Red Pajama. Oh, don't please don't start doing that right now, Chew. Sorry, my dog's barking. No, it's all good. This is uh this is the real life. Um Okay, I think I'm coming in. We'll see. Yeah? Mm, it's working on our end too. It says a couple crochet declined. Oh, it said it declined. You know what? I think it's freezing. Um, I think it might be freezing things up, so we might have to skip that this time. Next time. It's all good. We'll get it next time. Um, you could potentially hold a speaker over there that was so wanted to hear. Or if you're watching us on Instagram Live, come on over to Facebook yeah. and you can watch us there and hear the whole thing happen. Uh, technology is great, right? Okay. So let's move on here because, again, I want to be really respectful of people's time and the 30-minute thing. You know, I'm not, I'm not quite Tim Ferriss yet, so I can't have three-hour podcasts. Um, so when I, so I'm just going to, I want to, you know, we're talking about this leading in and talking about the heart of what you do in terms of crochet and I think just fiber art and creating. And um, for me, I really got turned on to the power of creativity back when I was in the Air Force. I suffered um, from anxiety and depression. And one of the things that helped me get stable again um, was 
being able to to create and learning how to knit and learning things like quilting and just working with what I call like almost like the human arts where you're you're using your fingers on something that's not necessarily plastic right um and you've had a series as a, a similar experience as well like with depression and anxiety what how are you using crochet to sort of handle that and where when did you sort of make the connection that crochet helps you deal with deal with such a serious issue um, well, I have suffered with depression and anxiety and other mental health issues my entire life. Um, I was uh, always very out of control as far as like being able to control my emotions. Um, after high school, when I finished my dad's blanket, after that six years, mm -hmm. I continued to crochet and it was actually just about three or four years ago that I started doing it every day, every single day. And it was probably six months into it, I'm sitting there crocheting and my now fiance looked at me and he's like, you know, you have a real passion for this. And it sunk into me because I've never really been passionate about anything in my life. I was just always all over the place. Um, and that's when I started to realize, wow, this is changing me. This has calmed me down. This has made me focus. This has made me actually able to sit down and without realizing it, process a lot of things that I've been through mm -hmm. subconsciously. So that way, when I'm not crocheting, I don't have to worry about that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I have just used it every day as therapy since then to just make me a better person and i truly do feel like crafting crocheting creating does make people better people i think i i completely agree with you i there's i've had instances i have one of my favorite stories there's a gentleman that used to um i used to work with him mm -hmm. at yarn and he had severe dyslexia and the only way he got through college, his grandmother taught him how to crochet. And the only way he got through college in his school was um, was crocheting. And he was able to actually like retain information and, and like, you know, succeed in college. And you go like, you know, there's more to what's going on, I think, in, in the in the brain than we really realize when you're using your motor, like using motor skills and um, maybe you're like a kind of a learner that needs like that motion and like just the repetitiveness can help like clear out cobwebs, you know? Exactly. I mean, it's obviously not going to be for everybody. There are going to be people out there that struggle with depression and anxiety that crafting's just not going to kick that for them. Right. But I think for a good majority of people, it, it would definitely be helpful. And I think a lot of people that already do this stuff that's the main reason they do it is to help with their mental health. Yeah, it's like a it's it's almost like a self-care that you actually get to see the results of and the progress of as well, which I think is really rewarding. You know, you give that progress to somebody else and bring them happiness as well. That's yeah. the great part of it. That's that's a really that's a great statement to say about that because I, I usually like would make something and I would almost be too embarrassed to give it to someone like you know I'll make toys for my kid all day you know there's not a lot of judgment there but I never really thought of it that way <laughs> um, and it's a good point um, so 
do you see yourself maybe teaching classes and like, do you see yourself taking what the lessons you've learned um, and that, that important link to maybe helping people with maybe mild grade depressions and anxieties and like reaching out into like the art therapy world to like potentially teach this? Has that ever crossed your plate? Actually been something that's been on my mind over the past year is, is turning this into something where I can help people, whether it be teaching classes at like a Joanne Fabrics or a Michaels, they hold, you know, small classes once a week or um, doing something bigger as like going to school for art therapy. And yeah. I wonder if you've been going to like a senior center too, to even just like do something like that, like, you know, maybe a little, you know, just, just an idea. Just to sit with them and do it. I'm sure they would love to see you know, anybody show up and have similar interests and sit with them with their hooks and needles and yeah. talk about life. Yeah, I've heard really interesting studies and I, we actually have an art therapist on staff here who works here now and she's uh, worked with dementia patients who've had really great results um, working and doing fiber art um, and, and doing that as part of like a session, which I, you know, it just blows your mind. Like, I know we put so, and pharmaceuticals have their place, but then I don't want to say crochet is simple or knitting is simple, but there are these simple things, right? That bring us back to what it means to be human that we have right at our fingertips. And like, why not try that first before going down this long path and trying to make sure that we really take ownership of that self-care? Um, exactly. Yeah. Um, so let me, I want to go into like a couple of other, um, we have a question from someone um, asking about, they're interested in your process of creating. And when you make your animals, like either doing the actual design work or making them more like mat in mass, um, are they difficult to make? Um, I don't think they are difficult to make. I caught on to this as amigumri very, very quickly. Um, amigumri is crocheting small animals. Um, but I know a lot of people struggle with it because there are sewing and detailed work, a lot of decreases and increases. Um, as far as designing goes, rarely do I sit down and say, I'm going to make this and make it. I usually sit down, start crocheting a circle, and before I know it, I have a body. And then I crochet ahead and I stick it together and then I look at it and I'm like, oh, well, this looks like a cute little hippo. <laughs> and then from there I make the legs and the ears and I stick the eyes in and you know details that's generally how my design process goes I think that's a great way to do it because then you really you are really embracing the design and like what the yarn calls for I always try to like help people like especially with darn good yarn like it's kind of like a funkier yarn actually you see my pumpkin back here this is our darn good yarn pumpkin that our game Katie made today it's beautiful all recycled stuff, but it's, you know, our yarn is weird. And so people like, they get very, not in a bad way, but like you, they get very attached to the pattern. And sometimes you just gotta let it flow and let it kind of speak to you, right? Um, exactly. You're saying exactly that, you know, we're in the same camp together that way. I think it goes back to, I did, uh, you know, a few years of pottery in high school and, and when you're working with clay, that's how it is. You can't force it. It's what comes out of the clay. So I kind of look at making stuffed animals the same way. It's what comes out of it. I love it. It can be said for so many things too. Mm -hmm. um, 
right, this is this is awesome. Um, I have a couple of like rapid fire questions to answer to ask you. You ready? Yep. All right, here we go. What's your favorite yarn to work with? My favorite yarn to work with is your guys's yarn, obviously. Oh, heart. <laughs> I did, no one was paid for that for that endorsement. Everyone just. Nope, <laughs> nope. I love I love your guys's yarn. Thank you. Um, what's your favorite account to follow on Instagram and why? My favorite account to follow on Instagram is a crafty concept. And I've been following her since before I started my online business. She's the one that actually helped me open my Etsy shop. She oh, gave wow. me great advice. Um, her name is Ashley. She's a crafty concept on Instagram and her positivity is the most contagious thing in the crochet community. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, we might have to reach out to her. Mm -hmm. That'd be Definitely fun. <laughs> do it. Reach out to her because she is she is one of the best. That's super. Um, what's your favorite color? Green. Green. Why? Um, honestly, I can't really tell you. It's just ever since middle school, it's been my favorite color. When I was a kid, my favorite color was purple because my dad's favorite Skittle was the purple Skittle. But then everything, you know, I just always love stuff that are green. I love nature. Nature is green. We work for money and money is green. <laughs> I love it. That's my girl right there. <laughs> All right. And then we love to end every session. Um, and do we have any other questions before I ask my last? Okay. No perfect. questions, but lots of great questions. Okay. Do we, should, let me, can I announce a winner? Do you guys have a winner for me? Or are we going to announce it um, on the Facebook channel? No, we'll take it and you ask your last question. Okay, I'm gonna ask the last question. You ready? Yep. What's the best best advice you've ever been given? Best advice I've ever been given is the less you care about what other people think, the happier you are going to be. Oh. Perfect. What do you think about that, Erica? It is pretty sound advice. All right, we did a random scroll, hit put our finger on this person and she's winning. Okay. And then we have our winner. You ready? Um, Sandra Riker Love, you are our winner this week. Yay. So you're going to get a, um, so just DM us um, and we will get your info and we will send you out um, our the Hen Henry the Hippo pattern kit. I don't know. 30 minutes. I should be able to like keep my words together a little better. Okay. This has been really awesome. Is there anything else you want to add or say to everyone? Uh, I just want to thank you and all of you lovely ladies at Darn Good Yarn. I mean, seriously, you are all amazing. I love your products and I really hope that, you know, I can keep designing patterns for you guys and maybe even do this again. I'd love to sit down and chat with you more. Oh yeah. That's, I, we're planning out like, the, like we're, I'm just so pleased that we're doing something like, you know, okay, this is our third session. I think it's going to continue to get better. Um, and then even like a reach out to the, our community right now, Darn Good Yarners watching, if you have input, you know, lay it on me. Um, because it's really, I just want to build up the community and show other people how designers are working, how other makers are working, how they're, you know, doing a side hustle. Like we're making this economy run and we're doing it in our own way while juggling like our households and all these other things. And it's not easy. And we all come to it in different ways. And if we can just share those experiences, there's a lot of commonality between it. So that's really the whole idea of, of doing, you know, a little show like this. So 
Um, and if anyone wants to listen to this, um, we are actually, we are tur we've turned these into podcasts as well. So if you don't have the ability to just watch this, um, you can just go listen to this um, via one of your favorite podcast channels. Um, so we'll put info notes there. Um, all right. Well, this is great. Thank you so much, Kay. I really appreciate it. This um, was so fun. <laughs> I know. I told you it would go fast. All right. I'm going to end this here. I'll see you all later. Bye. Bye.